Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he calls it too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many, and so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge mental mistake. Mental mistake. All right, we're back. 2022-2023 NFL season is here. Season two with me, Rodney, Pope, Kareem. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's about that time, baby. I've been meaning to practice my dances to it. Y'all been seeing the TikToks where people dance to like the NFL songs or whatever. I'm trying oh, to yeah. those, you, you got a TikTok? Oh. Nah, I can't. Government <laughs> regulated, brother. That's a, a no for me. You taking too much data for it. I just scroll sometimes or whatever. I'm not proud of it though. <laughs> I know. He's about to make we're finally here. Man, about to make his TikTok <laughs> debut off the Thursday night football. <laughs> off the Thursday night football, I'm gonna do it on the beach for real. Like, That's a wild. That's a wild debut though. right there. Might be lit for real. <laughs> we're finally here though. It's feel like this has been. A very long offseason to me. I don't know why. It seems like longer than it has been before. Um, maybe because my team just came off a losing season. <laughs> worse than normal or whatever. But I'm finally glad to be back. It feels good. Yeah, I feel like preseason dragged on forever. Yeah. And the thing is, were there only three games this preseason? Yeah, I think that's low-key what it was because there was like an extra week of nothing before, yeah. you know, the, the last game of the preseason and the first game of the regular season. Did you guys watch any of your preseason games for your team? No. Yeah. <laughs> I try to cut the highlights. I like to see – I guess the the more enthralled I get with my team, I like to see how like the second string and third strings are going or whatever. So I, 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 I cut the highlights. I won't watch the entire game. I don't, I don't think I ever watch the preseason highlights for my actual team. I only watch it for like fantasy football purposes to see if like some of the rookies, like which ones I think I think are worth stashing or trying to draft and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that definitely makes Cause sense. Because they have, they have so little time with the ones nowadays for preseason that it's like you get one drive and then you got three more quarters of just backups and I just hate it, so. Shoot, if you're the Ravens, I don't think <laughs> the ones even got one drive for the most part. Yeah, because, uh, considering everyone got injured last season, you know, preseason or whatever, I guess that was the, the train of thought. But yeah, no, that's true. But well, see, so talking about the Ravens, we get right into our first question. Speaking of teams that missed the playoffs, uh, <laughs> the NFL is an interesting league where, unlike most leagues, especially the NBA, there's always so much turnover year to year on which teams make the playoffs, and then obviously, controversially, which teams will then miss the playoffs. You know, it's a lot of shuffling back and forth. Like, it's pretty rare, you know, like there's no San Antonio Spurs-type run in the NFL. Like, that's just not happening, you know what I mean? So, I have some questions. You know, I sent, sent you boys per usual before the pod. Uh, Kari, I, I feel like I know your answer. I'm a, so, I'm, we're going to start with you. The team that missed the playoffs last year who will now make it. One team who you're betting on for sure. The one team that I am betting on for sure that missed the playoffs last season but will make the playoffs this season, like you said, it's an obvious answer, but the Baltimore Ravens. Um, for the most part, we're a perennial playoff team, um, you know, give or take some years here and there. But last year was an anomaly. We lost, you know, well, we, I think we were the most injured team in the league for the entire year. We lost our starting – both of our 
uh, top two running backs, you know, before the season even began. Uh, we lost our secondary. Lamar went down after a few weeks. You know, it was just a recipe for disaster all around. But, you know, assuming everyone can stay largely healthy, obviously, you know, during the NFL season, the entire team isn't going to stay healthy the whole time. You know, you're going to expect injuries here and there. But if our core team can stay healthy, I think that we're a team to be reckoned with, um, despite what people may say about our receiving core. We have Lamar Jackson. We have an amazing secondary. I'm really excited to see the secondary with the additions of Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams. We get Marcus Peters back. You know, Marlon Humphrey is going to be Marlon Humphrey. Um, I'm baking on the Ravens to make the playoffs. I hope I don't regret saying that. Um, contract year Lamar. This, that's got to be a boost. Contract year Lamar. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Guaranteed contract. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? He it's a great a thing. It's a great thing. Contract year players, it's a great thing. It's terrible once they first get the big payday. That next season typically sucks because they relax, right? Yeah. And Lamar wants, like I said, he wants a guaranteed contract. And Lamar wants to stay in Baltimore. He said it. No matter what pundits may say, what the media will give you, oh, Lamar is disgruntled. He has said on multiple occasions that he wants to be a Raven for life. He wants to be here, you know. And there doesn't even seem to be any animosity between the club, you know, the organization and Lamar Jackson. They just can't agree on the numbers. So, like Paul said, serious question, serious question. If you were asking a team for two hundred and fifty million guaranteed dollars, would you say otherwise? Like, wouldn't Baltimore be the only answer for the most part? Yes. Like in good but, faith, I mean, like you're not going to insult them and then still be like, "Hey, can I get this like record breaking contract that's never been like given out before?" But there's, <laughs> but there's also other things with it as well. You know, Lamar got the Ravens tattoo on his chest, a big ass tattoo. First of all, you know, it's not just a chill. Can't cover that up. Like tattoo, he got the big purple wings on his chest, and he has the Baltimore Shield chain. He wants to be in Baltimore, and despite what you know, other people might say, I love Lamar. He's an amazing quarterback. He's going to be an elite quarterback regardless of where he is. But the Ravens are probably the best organization in terms of, you know, what we're doing for his skill set. You know, we're going to take care of Lamar. He wants to be a Raven. You know what I'm saying? And now it sounds like I'm, I'm trying to convince myself, but that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, going back to Ronnie's original question, I'm definitely going with the Ravens. I did have a secondary pick um, in case you guys were said that you can't say the Ravens because that's an obvious answer. I would have said the Chargers. I, would, I won't go in depth into that, but that would be my second pick. All right, that's fair. Pope, you got a pick for us? I'm not sure who my pick is going to be. I'm trying to see if Pope's got a pick for us. Because I think the Chargers is <laughs> a good pick as well. Yeah, I, I was definitely thinking about the Chargers. They have a super upgraded defense uh, with the J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack. That's, that's a good choice as well. Uh, looks like Pope. Maybe taking care of his baby. Up <laughs> I'm gonna say I'll make my, I'll make my pick because I think my pick <laughs> is a little more controversial uh, than a lot of people would believe. Um, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I really, I, I really, I really like the coaching change. I like Kevin O'Connell there instead of Mike Zimmer. Um, I like a team that, for the most part, keeps their core together. You know, Justin Jefferson is gonna keep getting better. Adam Thielen's still good. Dalvin Cook's there. They have a good backup when Dalvin's out. The defense is good. Uh, and I think their division is actually pretty weak when you look at the Packers um, losing Devontae Adams. I don't think the offense is going to be quite as good. The defense will be pretty good, but not amazing, I don't think. Uh, we'll see about the Lions. I don't think they're a playoff team. They might have got a little better. And then the Bears are, you know, probably the worst team in the league. So 
I think it's a it's a they're in that combo for bottom three for me. Uh, you know, they got rid of a lot of people in the offseason. You know, they got a new GM and all that stuff. So they're like really doing this rebuild thing down there. So I'm going with the Vikings. Um, I think once they get to the playoffs, then I, you know, I'm not going to trust them as far as I got thrown. They still have Kirk Cousins, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is not a Super Bowl pick by any means. Like, he will blow it at some point. Like, I could see them having a two or three seed winning the division and blowing it in the first round, like 100%. Uh, but he will definitely – I think they'll make the playoffs. Funny enough, I saw, like – I don't remember what website it was or what Twitter account it was, but I remember seeing that Kirk Cousins had a few preseason votes for uh, MVP this year. Yeah, I thought that was insane. <laughs> but we'll see. I hope um, he doesn't prove me wrong. I would hate to see Kirk Cousins succeed. Yeah, that that'd be <laughs> a little too much even for me. I will say though, the same the Kevin O'Connell is the same guy who got us thinking different about Matt Stafford. I think he could do a lot of the same things in terms of what we think of Kirk Cousins with that same system, same kind of system with better weapons overall than I think what Matt Stafford had last year. Uh, I hope not. But, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just – like I said, I just – I could never root for Kirk Cousins. There's just something about him. I don't know. Yeah, I he's mean – turned I mean, me off ever since that you like that or you like that. Well, no, he said you liked that initially. Yeah, I think it's just because we grew, we were in Maryland, D.C., whatever, when everyone was really hyping him up. So that's all, all it is. Yeah, uh, that's probably what it is. That's, I think that's all it is. So, a team that missed the playoffs, or excuse me, team that made the playoffs, who will now miss it. Uh, who's who's your pick? I have a very, I have a a lock of a pick for this. I think okay. So my pick, it's a little. It might be a little controversial, but I don't really. So I have two that I actually thought of. The first being the Steelers, um, but. Instead of choosing the Steelers, I am going to choose the Patriots instead. Um, I'm not 100% sold on Mac Jones. Um, they, from what I hear, they kind of have an OC, uh, offensive coordinator by committee this season. Uh, Bill Belichick hasn't committed to a uh, play caller yet. So it kind of seems like, from what I've read, they'll be alternating it like every week. So someone will call the plays this week, someone the next week. That sounds like a recipe for disaster, in my opinion, especially with the second-year quarterback. They don't have um, a great receiving core at all. You know, people like to talk about the Ravens receiving core, but their number one is like Jacoby Myers or Nelson Aguilar. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not pushing the envelope. Um, Devontae Parker. Oh, Devontae Parker. Um, trade for him. Yeah. Um, they lost J.C. Jackson. Who did they gain on defense? No one um, they lost Calvin. Nobody. They lost Calvin Noy. Yeah, um, no big splashes for the most part. Yeah, I just don't see them. Uh, they went what ten and seven last season. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Miami's a lot better. Um, you know, uh, the Bills are going to be the Bills. Who else is in the division? Uh, the Jets. Oh well, yeah, but you already know. Besides how that, that <laughs> yeah. Besides that, I just, I just don't see the Patriots making the playoffs here. Um, but we'll see. All right, sorry about that. Not to bring it back to the previous question, I was fighting the <laughs> mute button, but both of these questions I can answer at the same time because it involves the same thing. I think the Colts are actually going to be the team that makes the playoffs this year, and the Titans are going to miss the playoffs. So they're just going to flip flop. I think the Colts just win the division outright. 
I don't believe in the Titans at all. Um, how many times can you just give the ball to Derrick Henry and say, win me the division? Um, I, I think I don't think Matt Ice Matty Ice is some savior for the Colts, to be honest with you. But neither do I. I do think that he's better than the he's better than what they've had the past three seasons trying to get this thing off the ground. And they've been consistently like what, 500. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Colts just beating the Titans to win the division. Not in a, like no crazy 13 or 14 win season. I just think they will be better than the Titans because the rest of the division is no comp at all. I'm not looking at Jacksonville to make some gigantic lead nor Houston. Hey, I think the Jaguars could get to like almost 500 this year, but I, I agree. I, I agree with you on both of those picks. Um, the Patriots were also another pick of mine that I, I really liked. But for the sake of this, I had three picks, so I'm still going to be good regardless. So the pick that I have for the team that's going to miss the playoffs are the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I mean, that mm, division, that's that, interesting. That division is is wild. And, you know, obviously the best division in football. I mean, the Broncos got a lot better. The Chiefs are still really good. Uh, the Chargers are going to be better. Hold on. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. Yes. I feel like the Chiefs are solo carrying. What? No. What was the What was the last time you saw like, oh, this Raiders, Chargers, Broncos moment in the playoffs? Like you haven't had that since. Well, Peyton yeah, Manning, but, but you could argue since Peyton Manning, this is easily the best Broncos team that we've seen, and you could argue, shit, probably since that same era, this is easily the best Chargers team, at least on paper, that we've seen, and maybe even the Raiders too. Yeah, like, the Raiders, the Raiders' offensive line's awful. We and can't, we can't win these things on paper, man. These guys got to show and prove. Look, I'm sorry. I'm talking about heading into the season on paper. The, this is easily the best division. You could you could make a case for all four of these teams to make the playoffs. You can't say that about any other division. I, I don't think, I I don't think the Raiders right. will, but somebody could make a case for them. I mean, to your I, point, yes, you can't make another argument to say all four teams have a shot because Deshaun Watson is suspended. Okay, well, there we go. Because, right? That's the <laughs> only caveat. If Deshaun well, Watson was suspended, the AFC North would be the best division in football. Well, he's a And they still guy. might be because the Raiders, I mean, yes, they they've added some talent, but they they their defense is still trash. The Chargers added some old pieces and JC Jackson's hurt already. And Denver, I'm I'm pulling for, right? But which Russell Wilson are we getting? I mean, we're getting a Russell Wilson that's ten times better than Drew Locke. So yeah, regardless, I'm, you're getting you know, Russell Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> but you also that. lost Vic Fangio. So you also lost the guy that was manning that Fangio, top flight I'm, defense. I'm no, I'm talking about his defense. Fangio. Vic Fangio's defense finished like with very high marks in every category. They just had Drew Locke at quarterback. I mean, that's fair. I they, they're returning pretty much all those players on defense, so I'm sure they'll still be good, even if they're not one of the best. They'll be and good. Who's their coach? It doesn't matter who their coach is. You can't even tell me who their coach is, but you're I don't like, care what I'm, win. like I'm looking this at is the what player, I'm saying, man. We're, we're like betting on him. He's a good coach. And we're betting on Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. Like, come on, man. How are we betting on Josh? First off, you were taking this into a whole other thing. And I'm talking about a team that's going to miss the playoffs. Then you agreed with me on them being the best team on paper, but still arguing against me. I said it's the best division on paper. We agreed with the caveat that Sean Watson's nasty. That's confirmed. So right. that's the best division. Hey man, that's just because they just because they all don't just because they all have a shot don't make them a powerhouse. This is still okay, the Chiefs look, division. We'll Everybody else is fighting for five hundred records. Okay, but I'm saying we could have four playoff teams in that division. Like now that there's an extra wild card, all those teams could make the playoffs. You're not saying that about any other division. That's my only point, and we agreed on it. 
Okay. And Nathaniel Hackett, we trust. Well, look, <laughs> I'm just saying the the facts are the facts in terms of what I said about the division, all four teams. But I don't think I think the Raiders are the worst team in the division, regardless. I don't think that, you know, the Devontae Adams thing will be as big of an impact as assumed, I think. Uh, you know, the the receivers changing teams usually don't do too much when it comes to wins and losses uh with the new team, uh, based on the past. Raiders have a not very good offensive line. I think that's really my biggest concern with them, and I don't know if the defense got that much better either. So I don't know. I think they're 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 real flashy, you know. When you look at Waller and Renfro and uh, Adams, you know. But outside of that, I'm, they you did know, add Chandler Jones. Not a lot of glue guys. Not a lot of glue guys for me. Yeah, you know, they they got problems at both guard spots. I don't really like I'm their you know outside of Chandler Jones. They, I'm out on the Raiders. I'm out. I'm out on the Raiders as well because they have two of the biggest holes that you shouldn't have in today's NFL. They have a very leaky secondary and they have no offensive line. Those are like the two things you need to compete in today's NFL. So I'm out on the Raiders as well. Oh, after all that, I'm glad you agree with me. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I was bringing you to my world that the Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos aren't some like stud teams. I mean, look, uh, they got problems. I'll better. put it that way. But every I, every team has a problem. I'm I feel just, like I feel like everybody is disrespecting the Chiefs because the Chiefs has been the only consistent thing in that division since Patrick Mahomes got no, there. The Chiefs, the Chiefs and are people are like, "Who's going to win it?" And people are no, that's not Herbert okay. and the Chargers already. Now you're projecting onto me because I never said that for sure. For sure, I never no, said, didn't I say that at all. I'm saying the the national media pundits are crowning Justin Herbert and the Chargers as like some slam dunk favorites, like Patrick Mahomes doesn't exist anymore. That's all. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely on that bandwagon. Him and I feel that a little bit with Josh Allen when it comes to to, to, to tonight's game. At least he's one hundred percent. But yeah, no white man, hundred percent. I mess with the Bills. I like what they did. Their team doesn't have that many holes at all. Period. But the the Josh Allen. I mean, they were eleven and six last year. Like, come on, let's let's temper this down. Yeah, that, I'm feeling well. So six, we'll go right into the next question then, because I think it's a great segue for our way too early Super Bowl picks. Um, you know, a lot of people in terms of national media have the Bills pretty much locked into already. Yeah, they're probably not winning the Super Bowl, which is very odd to me. Uh, Crazy. So Kyrie started off with your your pick. Ah, two early Super Bowl picks. Like you said, Ronnie, they're crowning the Bills very early, and. The problem is I like the Bills. Like Pope said, I don't think they really have a hole anywhere. They have a great defense. Um, they have a good O-line, not amazing O-line, but a good O-line. Um, you know, Josh Allen, they're already crowning him as the MVP for the 2022 season for whatever reason. Like, Lamar Jackson doesn't exist. Um, they got good receivers. Uh, I feel like I'm going against myself if I don't say that they're going to the Super Bowl, though. So I'm going to say – I'm going to go Buffalo Bills, uh, and I'm going Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the reason being for the Buccaneers, I know they have some question marks at the receiver position. They have um, some injuries. Uh, Chris Godwin's been questionable. Mike Evans is always uh, questionable in terms of injuries or whatever. But I think that this is Tom Brady's last year. I truly do. Um, he's already, you know – consider retirement this past offseason. Um, and he, truth be told, Tom Brady probably should have been MVP last season. You know, so it isn't like he's falling off of a cliff. He threw for 5,300 yards last season. 
he led the league in touchdown passes, you know, at what, 45 or something crazy like that, maybe 41. Um, he led almost yeah, every going, passing statistical category you can have last year. Yeah. Like I said, he should have been MVP last season probably. Um, hey, and I'm surprised they didn't, given the narrative of the old guy winning. Voters blah, blah, like blah. touchdown-interception ratio, and Aaron Rodgers will always win that. That's, um, that. that's the only explanation there. So I'm going to go Buffalo-Tampa Bay. Um, it's kind of a cliche pick, in my opinion. It isn't anything too crazy. But um, in terms of football, uh, you got to go with, with the team that makes the most sense. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah, um, I have to disagree. Uh, and I'm, as the only Tampa Bay fan on the pod, um, I don't like it, right? It reminds me so much of Peyton Manning's Denver tenure, right? He lit it on fire one year, and the next year he couldn't throw it past 20 yards. I love Tom Brady, but he did just freaking retire, and I think that killed a lot of the morale on the team. But um, my pick is going to be opposite. I am going with the State Farm Bowl, whether this is going to be – uh, an early pick, a mid-season pick, a future pick. I don't think I'm going to change. I'm going Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay's defense is probably the best in the NFC right now. And Aaron Rodgers, without a clear-cut Devontae Adams is getting the ball, is a dangerous man because he can kind of go anywhere with it. He just needs people to be consistent. Um, and well, who's going to be consistent? Alan Lazard. I think their uh, backfield is going to be consistent between running the ball, controlling the clock, playing defense, letting Aaron Rodgers be surgical. He's not going to need 5,000 passing yards to win. I think he'll be able to do a lot of games with just like 190 yards and just be efficient. Like um, right now, their wide receiver core is nasty looking, right? On paper, it's Alan Lazard, it's Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. So, yeah, it, it doesn't look that great. But at the same time, it's Aaron Rodgers. Just get open and catch the ball. Uh, <laughs> he's going to put it there. Um, as far as Kansas City, I think just so many people are sleeping on Kansas City because uh, Patrick Mahomes has been in the big game or the championship game basically his entire career. So I'm not going to discount that man. I'm going to take Kansas City um, almost similar to the Aaron Rodgers thing, right? There's no Tyreek there. It's just a bunch of guys at wide receiver. That makes good quarterbacks dangerous because you don't know who I'm going to throw to, right? So I'll take I'll take the State Farm Bowl. That's interesting. I'm not I'm not in on Green Bay. Um, Neither am I. Many times in the last five years to make the with a better team, you know, in my opinion. But but what what did they lose, Devontae? That's pretty much it, right? Because this year they're going to get their left tackle back, David Bakhtiari. They got two really good running backs, probably the two the best running back tandem in the league right now. And Maybe. defensively, Jair Alexander, a top three corner. They have a very good safety. They have a great defensive line that can get after the quarterback. Like I'm, I'm all in on Green Bay this year. To be honest with you, out of the NFC, everybody else has either issues at quarterback or issues with depth, and I don't think they can last. The only thing I see about Green Bay is that I, I do worry about their offensive line a little bit. I understand they're getting Bakhtiari back, but he is, you know, coming off an injury. It's hard to assume he's just going to be his same self. They lost, you know, Turner, their right tackle last year. So they're, you know, hoping on, uh, you know, some guys like Jenkins to kind of come and step in as well. Mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, I think they have two question marks at tackle if I'm going to be nitpicky. I think they'll be good, but 
when it comes to who they lost, I think those were two two big losses outside of, you know, MVS and Adams. I think the defense, you know, who pretty much retained everyone will, will be good, though. So this will be a real test to see uh, what Aaron Rodgers can do in terms of elevating. Oh, and Aaron Rodgers Robert. also gets back Robert Tunyon, right? His favorite tight end. Yeah. So no, no more Mercedes yeah. Lewis running routes <laughs> on third downs. Yeah, no, I do like Tunyon more than Lewis. I can't I can't argue that one at all. But, um, but yeah, that's that's my picks. Rodney, yeah. you're up, man. What, what what we got? Yeah, I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs pick a lot. I wanted to say the Chiefs. Um I feel like in my heart I, I believe it's the Chiefs, but I'm not gonna go with the Chiefs when it comes to AFC. I'm actually gonna do Kari Proud and, and go with the Ravens. I think it's the Ravens year. Um, with everything we've kind of mentioned already in terms of Lamar's you know, contract tour. Yep. In terms of the, the injury luck, I feel like it can't be equivalent to last year. Like, even if it's bad, it, like last year was like historically bad. You know what I mean? So I historically bad, not yeah. like historically. It was. Yeah. Historically yeah. Bad. yeah. So I, can't, I, I so I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some, some regression when it comes to that, like similar mm-hmm. to how you talked about with the Packers, the Bakhtiari coming back, like they'll have Staley coming back, which I really like. Um, their defense is good. I, I think Hal Hamilton will help a lot. Um, they got I think the Ravens set the back. record last year. It was like 16 of 22 starters on IR. Yeah, something crazy. I think it was like 45 total players on IR at some point or something. I mean, happened. we saw Devonta Freeman play like legit minutes. Actually. Right. Yeah. And the year that, before, that was, that was the most open. Yeah. Uh, I was over too. So. Yeah, that was the Down crazy. Bad, man. That, was the, that was probably the worst running back room in NFL history. Between Latavius Murray and uh, – Tyson Campbell. We had uh, maybe on Bell for a little bit. Maybe on Bell. Yeah, gee, that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, like that was bad. Uh, like I'm like there actually were some D1 players. I'm sure that would have been better. Uh, <laughs> so even though you know J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are coming back, they're coming off injuries. But I like Mike Davis. Uh, I think he'll be able to fill in better than anything they had last year until Dobbins and or Edwards kind of get back up to speed. Um, so I really I'm like the, high on the Kenyon Drake signing, to be honest. Yeah, I like I the Kenyon Drake signing. Kenyon Drake is a sneaky, is a sneaky signing. I think he could end up like actually being a starter. And he was hurt last year and came back at the end healthy, so he's basically had like a whole year off. And I mean, last, as far as explosiveness, good. that's good. Yeah, and the last time he was good was with what the Cardinals. I think they kind of run a similar run scheme, just like that read option. With the running quarterback sort of deal, like that's probably closer to what he does compared to the Ve- like Las Vegas, you know. Yeah, just get him out in space. Yeah, He's so I'm liking, I'm liking that as well. And then, like I said, the defense should be intact. Uh, and then in the NFC, I think it's a little more controversial. Um, I think the NFC is actually super wide open, so I'm kind of going with a more upside play here. Uh, and I'm gonna go with the 49ers, assuming that Trey Lance is is good. You know, I'm assuming that they're gonna use Trey Lance similar to how Kyle Shanahan used RG three. Uh, back in Washington when he was at O coordinator. I think that's division at least, you know, so you kind of a run first team and then all the throws are pretty open and easy because everyone's kind of focused on that run first, you know, leaning on the defense. Um, I struggle with the Jimmy G situation. I think it's, you can see it two ways, you know, in terms of how much faith do they have in Trey Lance, but, was, time, was just about but at the same time, one, they had no incentive to get rid of Jimmy G, in my opinion. Their cap situation is fine. His trade value was as low as it could possibly be coming off an injury, so they're not going to really get any draft equity back, even if they really did want to sell him or trade him, excuse me. So I just didn't really see why they would. I mean, I guess you could just say, so Trey Lance has the locker room, but I think that they did a good job in the offseason of 
really proclaiming that Trey Lance is their guy before Jimmy G even came back. So I feel like they are still confident in that. It just didn't make sense to just dump Jimmy G on an expiring deal when they didn't have to, in my opinion. And if worst case scenario comes and Trey Lance gets hurt, I, Jimmy G is a is a very good backup. He's a you know top five, maybe even the best backup quarterback in the league right now. So I'm feeling good about the 49ers. I think you know they were about two three plays away, really a dropped interception away from making it last year. Um, so I think that they're coming back with a new hunger, um, with an added element with Trey Lance. Um, so I'm liking that Ravens 49ers matchup. Yeah, I, I consider saying the 49ers solely because I think regardless of the team composition of who's at quarterback, they they have a good coaching staff. You know, they seem to always, you know, win those close games. They they barely made the playoffs last year, you know, and then they beat – who they beat? The Cowboys and, you know, they just have a good coaching staff. They're they beat always, the Cowboys in Green Bay with yeah, the punt block touchdown. So they're always, they're always a, a possibility for them to make a good run in the playoffs. So, my my well, scariest part about the 49ers is they just can't keep a running back healthy and their scheme is so running back dependent. That is just like, dang, man. Yeah, it, I mean, but that's like more bad luck than anything. I think. But it's like, I think it, it. I was reading a fantasy article. It was like five straight years. The 49ers have started like five different running backs that handle majority of the carries. And it's just like, but, oh, but, man. but I will say every time this wasn't like the Ravens last, like when they bring in a new guy, he ends up being good. Yeah, nah, he does. Like I, every year, it's like I feel you. Whether it's Mostert or Tevin like, Coleman, or they it always doesn't end matter. up being good. So it's more like a system thing than you know. I feel that much more confident that if Elijah Mitchell comes down and then Jeff Wilson Jr. is the starter, we probably still doing something. Like they got, I forget his name, who they drafted in the third round this year. Like they got a, a, a Terrian Davis Price. Yeah, and I think he could step in. And do good. Yeah, for sure. So I feel you in terms of the injuries, and I think it's a lot of luck, but. That system, it thrives for – they clearly have a type. They clearly know what running backs to get. I mean, Elijah Mitchell's their starter. He's a six-round pick, you know? I mean, so, they, they got to beat each other, though. That that division, if the Seahawks weren't there, is probably the best in football because the Rams, okay. the Cardinals are all legitimate threats. I'm, I don't I'm think they have the, the gusto the to go the whole way. I think I'm more in on the Cardinals this year than I am the Rams. Uh, Rams Super Bowl hangover, Stafford's getting elbow procedures and being sneaky with the injury stuff. They signed the corpse of Allen Robinson, and now everybody thinks he's good again. Like I, it's like what is happening, right? I just I don't know. I, I, I don't think Allen Rams this year. Stop being bad. I mean, stop being good. He had nobody throwing to him. What was the last good Chicago quarterback? He's never had a good quarterback. That's the, my point. And, but he I, produced I, with the non-good quarterbacks every year. And then last year you got, what, Dalton and Fields and whoever Chicago tried to – Nick Foles. It hey, was, it was I, I will say, I will say Darnell Mooney still had a good year last year. Exactly. I, I just don't think Allen Robinson cared. You know? Yeah, but I do think he was just he being was a How many years into his career? And he I had think a, he was just being a quitter. Yeah, but then he so he's gonna to get to LA amongst all like literally the probably besides Vegas, the most distraction oriented place possible, and then all of a sudden he's gonna turn back into a stud. I love him, but I, I mean I don't know. Robert Woods and Odell Beckham last year. Well, not Robert Woods, but Odell, he took a lot of pressure off because he was clutch and he was able to score. I just I don't know. I'm just out. The Rams, both of the running backs are fragile as ever. I'm I'm out on the Rams. They lost Von Miller. Their their defense, like who's on their defense right now besides Ramsey and Aaron Donald? I mean, I like Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Elf. 
I like Bobby Wagner. He's still decent. No, he's actually he's, he's, he's eighty-seven he's years old. Oh, come on. Bobby Wagner's at the, he's not washed, but he's getting to the point where he Bobby could. Wagner was drafted when Richard Sherman was drafted, man. Like he's totally, totally different age. Oh, so the linebackers age more gracefully than the guys that don't have to hit people every play? I mean, the guys who don't have to rely on their speed as much. I mean, I would yeah, say. I, I, actually, I think that's true, actually, folks. I, I think linebackers tend to age better than uh, corners do. They don't have to keep up with 22-year-old receivers. Yeah, I mean, Bobby Wagner's 32 years old. Like, let's everyone calm down a second. Like, I'll take it. He, I'll, I'll take it. I'm I'm out on them. I like, I like the Cardinals. Their defense is a little bit better to me overall, like, as a whole, right? I like their defense. I like their running game. I like the wide receivers. They get knocked back healthy after a six-week suspension. They still got Chandler Jones? Yeah, they no, got everything. he went to but, the Raiders. But I'm to sorry, to, sorry to cut the conversation off. We're going to end this, go to some fantasy, uh, and come back right after this break. All right, so we're going to get to the real football, the football everyone really likes. The reason, the only reason really that I'm down here watching football at this point, and that's fantasy football. Uh, so, folks, Kyrie, we'll, we'll start with you again. Who's who's the one player? It could be any player. Hopefully, it's a player that you know you're getting some good value on. But whatever your designation is for excitement, like what is the one player that's getting you the most excited to draft this fantasy season? All right, I got one for y'all. It's not a super obvious pick. You know, he's not like a premier player. He hasn't spoken a lot, spoken about a lot or whatever, but. During my first pay draft, pay league draft or whatever, I was very excited that he was still available. And that is DJ Moore. DJ Moore is a dog. He's a tall receiver. He's athletic. He can make those contested catches. But his problem that he's always had a piss poor uh, quarterback thrown to. Now, Baker isn't, you know, the, the greatest quarterback ever, but he's leaps and bounds ahead of Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Sam Darnold. Who's there before him? Um Damn. Cam Newton, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's had nobody thrown to him the entire time. And I think someone like Baker, who's kind of a gunslinger, he can make those deep throws. He's going to make some wild throws, some 50-50 throws or whatever. But I think DJ Moore is going to benefit a lot from the um, Baker Mayfield signing. I expect a lot of touchdowns from him. Like I say, he's a big body receiver. You know, I'm really excited. I'm very happy that I was able to draft DJ Moore. So, um, DJ Moore is my pick. I like I like DJ Moore. He's sneaky. He kind of reminds me, not obviously as playing, but like strictly fantasy. Reminds me of like Brandon Cooks. You just like see him there, and you don't like you're just like yeah, like I get it. Like you know, no one's gonna be mad that they drafted them. At least that's how I look at it. But it's just like they're just like almost boring because you know they're good. You know what I mean? But yeah, quarterback agnostic, wide receiver, super safe floor, but like the ceiling is also limited by having poor quarterbacks. Exactly. Like, I don't see – I love DJ Moore, and he, the boy hasn't had a quarterback since high school probably. Like, he, even at Maryland, he had no quarterback. So – um, and he's a, he is a dog, but it's like I can't see Baker Mayfield hitting him for 30 and 40-yard touchdowns because that's just not Baker's game. He DJ Moore is going to have a lot of, like, 140-yard games with zero touchdowns, unfortunately. We'll see. I like it, though. I think – like I said, I think the Baker signing is going to be – is going to take his uh, fantasy production like leaps and bounds. I think it's going to be. I a hope big so. Person. But the return to CMC, I mean, in the red zone, they're going to CMC, right? Or so, how long? Bro? Three weeks. 
And then what? Hey, I need CMC <laughs> to be healthy, so I got CMC in a few leagues this year. <laughs> See, bro, I I avoided CMC like a plague, bro. I can't. Yeah, I avoided CMC. I, I got him in one of the. Hell leagues. no! Hell, no, I got no. him in one of the leagues. I was I, I had to, man. Come on, I ducked them both. I was like, mm. I don't know. Nah, this, so this year I would I would I would say that outside of TMC I have Justin Jefferson in two out of three league uh, two out of four leagues so I'm pretty happy about that part though. Justin's a good pick, but yeah, DJ Moore is my pick. Like I said, um, big body receiver, very talented. You know, like Pope said, he's just never had a quarterback, and I think Baker oh. is in the league. This is his best quarterback but, to date. Yeah, this is his best quarterback that he's had. He's like 16 years old, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know this is this is a good opportunity for him. If he's really a dog, like I think he is, he'll prove it this year, in my opinion. So I like it, yeah. and it's and it's good good value for where you get him. I'm sure third, fourth round, probably fourth round. That's where I got him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty solid. Also, I do want to say that I'm for the people listening. I'm doing a fantasy draft on my phone as I do this podcast on the laptop, and the only reason I say this is because I'm looking at this draft. It's 12 teams, and after 14 picks, there have already been three quarterbacks drafted. Oh, so you're gonna clean up. You drafted yeah. with toddlers. <laughs> I already have Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon right now. So yeah, you're drafted with toddlers. It's yeah, th- and and this is a paid league. I just want to make that clear. This is the league that you won. Yes, this, this is the league I won last year. This and okay. I don't remember it being like Bye. this. Like, to be honest, I wouldn't have even had said that if this this behavior was happening last year. I don't know what's happening right now. And they another, want you to win again. Another, another quarterback just got drafted. Jesus Who were the four quarterbacks that got taken? So quickly? Josh Allen got drafted in the first round. So did Patrick Mahomes, and then Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson just got drafted in the second round. Tom Brady in the second is insane. But no, <laughs> really, I also was in a league where a kicker got drafted in the fourth round. So it's really been a wild year. Oh, that's kind of our league. Everyone goes for Justin Tucker just to spite Kyrie. Spite me. <laughs> it gets taken early every year. Just I used to. Every year off the sneaky, bro. Like <laughs> I used to take him just to trade Kyrie because he would trade me like a, a running back and a wide receiver every time. I, <laughs> hey, talk to Kyrie. That's, <laughs> hey, look, that's, that's he's coming fuck me, bro. Y'all know he hit a sixty-six yarder last year. He still finished like outside of the bottom, a uh, top six kicker. But that's fine. Well, well, I, I love, I like, I love Justin. Sue me. <laughs> All right, I'll take. All right, so I'll just I'll fill the dead silence here. I am going to say my league winner this year is Javante Williams. I've been what, trying just, to target him, and I, I've been I getting. Like, him I have him in a lot of every league that about, I can get him in. Um, you're going to have to spend an early second for him. I he's not lasting. Until not, you're not third. worried about Melvin Gordon? Absolutely not. Melvin Gordon came out of his own mouth and said it's probably 75-25%. They want Javante to be the guy. And by all means, if you look at every single metric there is, Javante is dang near the best running back in football almost. He's he's breaking every tackle. His yards after contact is great. He catches the ball well. And last year, he finished with 900 yards as a rookie, but he finished with that with Drew Lockett quarterback with stack boxes and Jerry Judy's hurt and Cortland Sutton's hurt and Tim Patrick was the leading the wide receiver core. Like it was just such a bad offense last year in Denver and he produced. And when you look at the stats, Melvin Gordon had 11 touchdowns last year. That is not happening again. You slide four or five of those touchdowns over to Javante who already had 900 yards on the ground alone. And he's already a top five back. Is he in this year? Catcher? 
he caught around 40 balls last year, so he has hands. They just he had Drew Locke, so yeah. not many <laughs> dump offs there. Uh, uh, but Javante Williams is my is my guy. Um I have him in a few leagues. I like that pick. Yeah. I like that pick. Javante's a good pick. Like I said, I just tried to trade for him uh less than 15 minutes ago. And, and I just traded my- for him in our league, by the way, Kyrie. You seen it. I did not oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that started. So <laughs> Rodney, I'll let you I'll let you grade the trade, but it was a it was a trade with a very good friend of mine. He took four freaking running backs. So Javante was literally his RB three. Didn't need him. Um so he offered me Mike. I have Mike Williams. So he offered to take Mike Williams from me for Javante Williams and Drake London. That's a great trade for you. I accepted it immediately. Yeah, um, yeah. that's the type of trade you rush and make sure you, you know. <laughs> no, because to be honest with you, he was trying to get uh, Mike Williams for like Aaron Jones, like straight up. But I just didn't want oh, Aaron dude. Jones this year. I didn't want Aaron Jones this year. But then he he offered me because I. Uh, I was trying to take some other receivers from him because he was stacked at running back, right? So giving him Mike Williams would have took his team over the edge. So I got to think about roster construction. But but not, uh, yeah, as soon as that came through, I was just like, okay, yeah, we're done. We're doing this. <laughs> Mike Williams was actually, um, if I didn't say DJ Moore, I was thinking Mike Williams. I know you're not getting the same value because you have to go a little higher for him. Right. But um, Justin Herbert is – he definitely likes Mike Williams more than Keenan Allen. And actually in our draft, Pope, I was torn between choosing Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. I like Keenan Allen more as a complete receiver, but I think I Mike Williams. I can't do fantasy players like that where they score 20. Oh, no, yeah. I can't do that. I know. And it, it, I I'm kind of writing it there's nothing Because there's no worse feeling than having that 28 on your bench. Yep. I don't need I, I hate having the guy that's good in real life. It sucks at fantasy because he doesn't get the touchdowns. And Keenan yeah. Allen is the that's guy Keenan. for me. No. He's great. DJ Moore is another one. Great in real life. But like in fantasy, not that they suck, but they have so much more potential, but they just don't get the touchdown opportunity. So like if you just put their stats out there, they'll have nine catches, a hundred yards every game. And you're like, dang, this is great. And then you look at your score and you're like, I got 12 points. Yeah. Like I said, in our draft, Pope, I was torn between Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I know I should have gone Mike Williams. I would have, I would have went Keenan Allen if it makes you feel better. Yeah, thank you. It's I, mean, I know Keenan's a better receiver, you know. And I think with another off season of practice with Justin Herbert, maybe they'll get their chemistry down a bit more, kind of how it was with um, Philip Rivers or whatever. Because Philip loves Keenan Allen. But, I, your you problem, know. your problem isn't Mike Williams or Keenan Allen. I think they're both end up being like top twenty wide receivers. Your problem is. Austin Eckler, he takes so much of the passing game and the touchdowns away from both of them. Well, I also have Austin Eckler. So I, I you comment. gotta, you got, you got a good floor then. To be right, honest, quick, but, quick, quick, quick. Should I take T. Higgins, DJ Moore, or Michael Pittman Jr.? Higgins. I'll go Michael Pittman. I like him a lot. I think. Um, Who are your boy, DJ Moore? Oh, you said DJ Moore. I didn't even hear you. T. Higgins, DJ Moore, and Michael Pittman Jr. Two receivers I'm looking at right here. Okay, I'll go DJ Moore. Um, like I said, for the same reasons I've already said on the podcast. But if you don't, if you're not sold on DJ Moore, I would go Pittman. I think he's a dog as well. Um, and he Higgins, has man. quarterback throwing to him. <laughs> Higgins like is Pittman. nice though. Higgins is dead nice, bro. And he doesn't. He's going to get singled because everyone's going to float to Jamar Chase this year. Michael Pittman. What else is out there in India on wide receivers? Yeah, but he just gets all the targets. 
I mean, I hear you, but Matt Matt Ryan, a veteran quarterback, he's not going, going, going ISO ball like that. He's going to I'm going, you I'm going T. Higgins. I'm going T. Higgins. I'm hoping that my pick – I've got the 10th pick in this 12-person draft, so I'm hoping Michael Pittman is still there. I think Michael Pittman's more likely to still be there than T. Higgins. Would I mean, five quarterbacks in the first two rounds. Get, they got to be somebody. 50-yard touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? Like, yards after the catch. He's going to get those type of ones. Or even, like, he's going to get those bombs or whatever. I don't know. I like Michael Pittman. Though. Like you said, he gets all the receptions. <laughs> And he catches them too. He's not just getting, you know, receptions. He's getting catches, you know. So, yeah. We'll see. All right. All right. We'll so see. I'll go with. I had a couple honorary mentions. I, I really like Mark Andrews was somebody I really wanted. I mean, obviously we talked about the Ravens earlier. Well, I did. So I really wanted Mark Andrews. I think he's gonna have a big year. I love that they're got Isaiah Likely. Even though I guess that sounds kind of contradictory, but I like when they're if they're going two tight ends, that means Mark Andrews is gonna be more involved. Yes, likely he's going to be more involved too, but I think that's going to take away from other receivers, not from Mark Andrews. So I like going right. two tight ends there. I think they're going to do that a lot more this year. Uh, sure. And then likely he's really a receiver for. And, and they're they're going two tight ends. It's also more likely that Andrews is going to be on a linebacker, and not some sort of like nickelback or something. So yeah. I'm, I'm liking the Mark Andrews pick a lot, but I'm going to go with a strategy that I used last year, and I'm continuing to do this year with how many good um quarterbacks are i wait to the very last round damn near like that's the last person i get b- before my defense and kicker this year has been a quarterback because no matter what if you're in a 10 or 12 person league there's gonna be there's always good quarterbacks remaining no matter who yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going as like the quarterback 14 right now right so it's like i can always get someone good but I will say my pick right now is a quarterback that you can get super late that who I think will be really good this year, and that is Trevor Lawrence. That is my pick. Last year, I did this and targeted Jalen Hurts. This year, I'm doing it. I'm, I am I like Trey Lance, so maybe sometimes I reach up a little for Trey Lance, but I really like Trevor Lawrence. You don't even – you can pick him up on waivers at the I end. I like of the Lawrence year. over Lance, personally. You said you like who, Lawrence? I like Lawrence over Lance Yeah, this I mean, year. I'm, I like Lance a little bit, just like personally, but like Lawrence is, is – I'm locked in. I'm loving Doug Peterson, and I'm thinking Christian Kirk, who you can also yeah. – as a, a stack, I like that a lot. As Like Christian Kirk's a sneaky number one receiver. Like I looked oh. at his numbers last year at in Arizona, and I was like, wow, he had 80 catches and 1,000 yards? Like what? All like, right, here's the, here's the missionary sex pick right i like trevor lawrence but you're getting kirk cousins at the same round that you can yeah, get trevor lawrence I've, I've looked at there was actually one league i did so i felt so good about my running backs and receivers that i took both of them so i'm just going to see who's going to be trevor good. lawrence is going to get you rushing touchdowns too though he's a, he's sneaky athletic oh, he is but i can see kirk cousins <laughs> sneaky athletic because he's white <laughs> You had to pull that out. He's sneaky athletic. Real lunch pal type of guy. He works hard. First one in the gym. Blue collar worker. First one in, last one out. Blue collar worker. I love it. QB2 in one of my leagues. I forget who's my starter in that league or whatever. But, yeah, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot, too. I think he was very slept on. Like you said, I like Doug Peterson. He's really good at um, establishing quarterbacks and getting the best out of quarterbacks. At least he got the best out of Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. You know, right. so, That's you know, right. I like something. Yeah, I only have two sleepers this year in fantasy that I've been getting uh, pretty late, actually. And the first one is a tight end. That's Dallas Godert. I think he's pretty much the Eagles' best weapon right now because A.J. Brown's going to end up getting doubled. And I don't think they want to rely on the run game too much. And Dallas Godert, from an athletic perspective, then Devontae Smith is going crazy. 
oh no, Smitty's already going to go crazy just because he's good, right? But yeah. I don't the routes he runs. I don't know if Jalen Hurts has the finesse to put the ball where it needs to be because Smitty doesn't get separation that much, but he gets open. But your quarterback has to get it to him in that window, and no. that's why I think Dallas Goddard goes off because his catch radius is massive. Like he's. It doesn't matter where you kind of put the ball. He's like almost like Mark Andrews in that sense, where he just knows how to find a hole in his own, get open, and then catch the ball. I think he's I think he's gonna go off this year. And my last sleeper is gonna be Hunter Renfro. I'm yeah. getting Hunter like Renfro Hunter. in like the tenth round, man. I'd much rather get Hunter Renfro than Devontae Adams based on where you're drafting them. A hundred percent. Sure, for sure. You're getting Hunter Renfro at the same like rounds you're getting like Tyler Lockett in like the tenth and eleventh round, but it's like I, I just think the he's going to be the one with single coverage when teams play the Raiders and covering him with one person isn't it's it's ridiculous. I you got Josh McDaniels there. He's going to put Hunter Renfro's in this Wes Walker on steroids type of role, and I think he's just going to go off. Yeah, I kind of feel that way also about Juju Smith Schuster a little bit. Uh, just because, I mean, anytime you're upgrading from Big Ben to Patrick Mahomes, uh, that, that's saying something. And the last time Big Ben actually wasn't totally washed, like you, you was catching 100 passes a year. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sleeping on Juju. So, I, so I, I like Renfo more, but Juju is another one of those guys, I think. Is- that's, that's a hard one, man. Trying to predict who's going to be the alpha in Kansas City and in Green Bay right now is the hardest thing in fantasy football. I mean, but if I you just, get it I right, you, you might win your league. Yeah, I just I just going off who I paid the most. To me, it depends on in Kansas City situation. It depends on what Sky Moore looks like. I think if there if he's gonna be who Andy Reid thinks he can be, you know what I'm saying? Like I, all right, this could just be camp fodder, right? And hey, you can call me a homer for this one as well. Throughout the offseason, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Chiefs media has mentioned one person consistently. That is Justin Watson. You've never heard of him. I know. Never. Right? He used to be Tampa's fifth string wide receiver. He signed with Kansas City. He's a 6'4 white dude that runs a 4'3, essentially. Right. Um, but if you go back and look, he's the one that was catching those passes in the Redskins preseason game, too. He's running with the first team. Again, he's just a big white boy and he's fast, but he's been consistent all of camp. And Juju's been hurt in camp. MBS has a concussion. Sky Moore hasn't been there. So Justin Watson got a lot of first team reps. Just thought it out there. He is absolutely not drafted in none of your leagues. Pay attention to him after week one. I'm saying after week one, pay attention to the snap counts. That's all. That's interesting. We'll revisit Uh, it. But that that I'm telling you, I've been like a hawk with the Kansas City and Green Bay. I'm trying to figure out if Romeo Dubs or if Christian Watts is going to get the freaking start in the slot because I feel like both of those offenses have league winner potential in it. You just have to find which one is the right one. I'll yeah. try that guy. Yeah, like you said, never heard of that guy. Deep life. sleeper. Deep <laughs> sleeper. <laughs> not, not one thing. Hopefully, not just, I might go pick him up. <laughs> just to check him out. He'll be I available, have, trust me, in I every league. Across <laughs> these leagues. So I, I'll get him in one of my bullshit leagues and see how he does. I will wait till after week one, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I would go grab Romeo Dubs if you if you were gonna or Sammy Watkins if you were looking at 
you know, just getting a guy to see I'm what they would do. Or good off Sammy Watkins. Yeah, there's no way. I I'm hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I'm just saying, if you you can drop him after the the game to see if he does anything. But if you just have an open spot and you're trying to like just roster somebody, uh, I would go for I, it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Those are good picks, though. I like everyone's picks for the most yes, part. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Rodney. Appreciate you, Kyrie. Yes, sir. We'll, um, yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll let's see. Like before this. we go, oh, before we go, what's up? Your teams, who do they play this? Who do they play this week? What do you see happening Texans. for week one? They better stomp on the Texans. You're going to stop on the Texans. They, they, they are. They the better. Bulls. I don't think the Texans are actually going to be a little sneaky, I think, but they better. Yeah, stomp. the Texans are going to be terrible this season. They're going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be terrible. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. They'll I'm, be scrappy. They'll be last year's Lions. They'll be scrappy. Yeah, I, I'm I'm loving the talent on the defense, but I do not like the defensive coordinator at all. So I don't like Lovey Smith. I don't like I don't like Gus Bradley calling defensive plays. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Pope, who do y'all play week one? Tampa plays Dallas on the Sunday night game. Um, oh yeah, we yeah, opened last year and it was a barn burner. But I just got a notification that Dak Prescott tweaked his ankle in practice, so he might be a little gimpy. Um. I don't I'm down on Tampa this year, bro. Like I got the Saints winning the division this year. I I don't think Tampa's gonna start off that hot, to be honest with you. Um I just don't. Yeah, I, I kinda like the Cowboys that Sunday night game if I'm betting. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I do like the Cowboys. I think Tampa lost too much with JPP and Indomica Sue not coming back. So that defensive line is like super young and nobody has really shown me much this preseason, and maybe they're saving it. I don't know. But I don't I'm I'm out on Tampa week one versus Dallas. I think they start slow. Um, Did Dallas replace Amari Cooper with anyone? No. Uh right now their wide receivers are obviously C D Lamb. So technically he was the replacement. Now he's the guy. Um they have Noah Brown and Jalen Tobert. Michael Gallup may make the game. Yeah, I'm looking I'm I'm seeing that Jalen Tobert's the starter for week one. Yeah, and Dalton Schultz is still there, but he's still complaining about money. But Tony Pollard might be out in as a slot wide receiver in three wide receiver sets. So there's that. Um, but I I just like I like Dallas's defense. I think Dallas's defense can cause some problems for Tom Brady. Tampa uh, Tampa's offensive line, as you know, and the inside has had a slew of injuries. Um, so left guard and center are both, I think, on our third string uh, players right now. Uh, just don't. I don't like it, right? I don't like it. Trap game week one. I'll call it. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. The Ravens. We play the Jets. Uh, Joe Flacco starting. Um, you better win by thirty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Just be honest. Terrible. I don't see why there's any reason why we should lose this game at all. I was trying to think of some things like uh no. <laughs> but I, I even if not. even if Lamar just decides to hold out, Lamar contract holdout. That's the only reason why you lose. Yeah, that's the only, <laughs> but I don't like saying that because then I'm, I'm good at jinxing my own team. Even then, you have a chance. Tyler Huntley could beat the Jets. Yeah, Tyler Huntley could beat the Jets. Tyler Huntley could start for a few terrible teams. But um, I'm just saying. So I, I have the Ravens winning week one. Should be a blowout, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, but all right. Who you got tonight? Real snap reaction. Rams, Rams, Rams Bills, Rams, Rams. Kyrie. Uh, I'm going Bills. I'm going Rams. All right, fellas. Appreciate you. See y'all next week. Later.